All right, today's reading comes from the 17th chapter of Luke, beginning uh, with the 11th verse. It happened that as Jesus made his way toward Jerusalem, he crossed over the border between Samaria and Galilee. Amen. And as he entered the village, ten people, all lepers, met him. They kept their distance, but they raised their voice, calling out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And taking a good look at him, Jesus said, Go and show yourselves to the priests. They went, and while still on their way, they became clean. One of them, when they realized they were healed, turned around and came back shouting their gratitude and glorifying God. They kneeled at Jesus' feet. They were so grateful. They couldn't thank Jesus enough. And this one was a Samaritan. And Jesus said, We're not ten healed. Where are the nine? Can none be found to come back and give glory to God except this outsider? Then Jesus said, Get up on your way. Your faith has healed and saved you. Amen. Amen. Good news of Jesus Christ. I'm kidding. All right, so for those of you who have known me any amount of time, know that there's a lot I can do with this, right? And, but we don't have the time all day. Thank you. All right, so. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you three little junctures. The first is going to the actual exegetical work of this because I think that it's we've got to frame this. And if you've been following service now for the last several weeks, Luke has taken a section of Jesus's ministry and put it out there for us to understand that, by the way, folks, it is not just for the chosen. Amen. Jesus has expanded the definition of what it is to be a person of faith. And to be a person of faith, you understand that God loves you. Doesn't matter whether you're Jew, doesn't matter whether you're Gentile, doesn't matter who you are, God created you and therefore loves you. Luke has spent almost his entire gospel making that point. Any Jew that was healed of leprosy, I want you to understand this now, uh, because, well, first of all, I think it's rather interesting. Jesus didn't tell anybody they were healed. Notice that, that those lepers came to him and they wanted, what they want? Mercy. They weren't asking for healing either. They were looking for mercy. And don't you find it just a little interesting that Jesus said, okay, go show yourselves to the priest. Wow. Hello. <laughs> okay, but what you got to understand is in that day, mm -hmm. if a person had leprosy and they thought that they were cured, they had to appear before a priest in Jerusalem, in Jerusalem, who could authenticate their cure. It was only as they set out on their journey, as Jesus had directed them, that they were healed. 
So the nine were doing no more than following the accepted custom of the time. This would not apply to the Samaritan, however. Aware of what had happened to them and who had intervened to cleanse them, they began to praise God. Jesus reacted with surprise. Were not all ten cleansed? He marveled that the other nine had been so less grateful. He assured the Samaritan that it was his faith rather than his observance of the tradition that had brought about his healing. And that is where I want us to be today. First of all, in your mind, understand where Jesus was walking. He's on his way to Jerusalem, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, if you follow the calendar here, we're on our way to Jerusalem. We know how this is going to end, amen? All right? But Jesus' chosen path, it's not a direct road. He's walking on the edge, if you will, of society. You get that? He's walking on the edge of society. He's looking for those that cannot come in. Those that have been pushed to the side. He wants to make sure that he is seen and available to them. Do you understand, uh, if you've been part of this church, you understand how hated the Samaritans are. I mean, the Samaritans were just, for the, for the Jews of the day, they were the ultimate bad of bad. Amen? This is probably where we get the whole idea that mixed marriages weren't supposed to happen and interracial marriage wasn't supposed to happen, all that kind of stuff. The Samaritans were awful people as far as the traditional Jewish person was concerned. Amen. So, number one, <coughs> who was in this group of ten? I don't know. But the only thing that they would have had in common was what? This dreaded disease that kept them outside of the community. They could not participate with their families. They couldn't go to church. They couldn't eat a meal with anybody. Does this sound familiar, folks, in our community on this Pride Sunday? You remember something called HIV? where they were pushed to the side. I think I've told you the story of one of my first uh, encounters with that kind of garbage was at my church in Toledo, my first church, when I walked into a hospital room of a patient who had HIV, and the crap was piled up in his hospital room, food. They had not come to get it. They had not changed his soiled sheets. And they had signs all over the door that you had to cover yourselves up going in there. It wasn't any different for the lepers. And so when they stood at the edge, that same edge that Jesus was walking along, and said, have mercy on us. Jesus said, go show yourselves to the priests. Because, number one, that's what they had to do to get back into society, folks. Seek their approval. So they did as Jesus said. Mm -hmm. 
They started to walk, and in their walking towards the priest, they were healed. Now here's the message for our community on this Pride Sunday that we <laughs> cannot forget. I know that things are not perfect for us yet. Amen. <laughs> People still hunt us down. Uh -huh. People still want to get us fired from our jobs. They are still trying to take marriage from us. Yeah. But understand that we, over the last several years, have been healed. Okay. And we need to remember to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because you see, for me, that's what it's about with that Samaritan. Thank you. Because that Samaritan recognized how far out he was. He recognized how depth the hatred for him was. Oh. He recognized that nobody gave a damn about whether he lived or died, and he asked for mercy, Amen. and it was granted. Amen, Paul. By God. Like Our that. community friends asked God for mercy long ago. And we have received that. Okay. We need to remember to say thank you. Thank you. Okay. Did you get out of bed this morning under your own power? Thank you need you. to say thank you. Thank you. Do you go to work tomorrow morning? Oh, you need to say thank you. thank you. Do you have the ability to take care of your health? You need to say thank you. Do you live with a partner who loves you unconditionally? We need to say thank you. You see, the world that we live in, that is what we have forgotten. We have forgotten where our strength comes from. We have forgotten where our love comes from. And this morning, this story is a reminder that when those miracles happen, it's a reminder that when things are going really good, and even when they're not going so good, God is present with us, and we need to remember to say thank you. Thank you. Amen. I like it. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, God. Right. Thank you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.